0: open. Can you houses. search? Can you search by timestamp? Should be able to. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> 117 open houses uh, this weekend. You said?
1: Uh, this weekend, as today, they're showing. This is a, what this is. Is a seven day snapshot going and, back? Going and here back. we go. We'll continue oh, that conversation. Got it. got it. Got it.
0: Good Friday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. It's great to connect with you guys. In our studio in downtown Charlottesville, and today's show is all about real estate, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness through financial decision-making. Um, Keith Smith, star of our program, his website, realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. Interestingly, Keith is also a realtor.
1: Go figure, huh? He
0: helps people buy and sell homes. Who knew? He does a lot of commercial deals. So if you need some help with buying and selling a house or a commercial deal, Keith Smith's a good guy to chat with. Um,
1: Because Today's program
0: is going to be pretty dynamic, I think. And why it's going to be dynamic is we're going to talk data. And today, we're going to take a look to start the program on open houses. And if anyone spends any time... We spent a
1: lot of time in our pre-production meeting about this, didn't we?
0: Well, if anyone spends any time on the MLS, and let's cut to the chase. I certainly do. Keith certainly does. You guys will notice that the open house is back... And it's back in full force. Judith Wicower, why don't we welcome Keith Smith to the program? Put it in
1: perspective. Put it in perspective. Yeah, I, I can. I can just put it in numbers. Um, we seven days going back. I'm looking at it right now. There's 117 open houses this weekend. Yours truly's in one of them, by the way, um, on Sunday because Mrs. Smith is going up to see the the grandbabies and. Uh, He's working, and uh, she said second string needs to come in. So anyway. This same Friday, back in October of 2022, there were six. So it jumped 111 open houses between this same seven-day period going back way on this same Friday. Let me double-check that. It's exactly the same Friday because I take a picture of, of this because I haven't figured out how to do it any other way. So I take a picture of That's actually of a it, pretty good
0: way of doing it because it's
1: on your phone. And then, it like you said, it time stamps it. There was, so a year ago, this Friday, there were 79 new homes that came on the market. There's 71 now, so that's pretty darn close. There was, uh, look at this, there was 56 went into pending, there's 57. That's pretty darn close. Let's see what price changes were. Price changes a year ago was 60, there was 45, so we've got less price changes. Uh, back on the markets is something new that I've been watching Uh, Would you think that... put it
0: back on the market in perspective for the viewers and listeners.
1: So typically what back in the market means is um, it was under contract and for whatever reason it fell apart, for lack of a better term. Uh, And it came back on the market, hence back on the market. There's other back in the market scenarios.
0: Yeah, there's other ones, but... but Someone lists a home, takes it off the MLS... And puts it back on. And puts it back on. Uh,
1: It depends, right? Well, it's back on the market if it's a new agent, isn't it? It's a back-on-the-market. It's a new agent,
0: uh, typically... Different price?
1: No, price change is a separate... If that's separate, not a back-on-the-market, the price change? That is not back-on-the-market. That's a price change, so there's okay. an actual... But uh, it can be a
0: back-on-the-market if they take it off active and wait X amount of days before exact, bringing it back on. That's exactly right. What's the window of time?
1: You know, you would have to ask me that because I will tell you we we do very rare, rarely do do that.
0: Oftentimes, people do that as a strategy to refresh in the, day, the days on market, yeah. to make um, them not seem long. The interesting thing about that is uh, an app like Zillow tracks that.
1: I think, correct. So when you take... So, what, what you're talking about is uh, when it gets to days on, there's days on market and then the cumulative days on market. I believe it's 90 days, but don't quote me to that. Somebody's a lot smarter than me. I said 90? I think it's either 90 or 60. I can't remember. There's a, there's a, there's a period of time before the cumulative goes, goes to zero. But the bottom line is, um, there were, you know, it's a back on market for multiple different reasons. So, it's interesting. <laughs> It's interesting. There was more back on markets a year ago. There was seventeen a year ago. Only fourteen now. So it's interesting. Our new coming new on the market. We've got less inventory. That does not too surprising, but it's not a huge number. It's eight units different. Back on markets um, now are a little less by a couple of units than that. Uh, Price uh, expired. These are, these are listings that expired. Was nine. Now we've got eighteen. So you're seeing expired listings jump a little bit. Price changes last year were considerably higher. They were sixty versus forty five. So that's telling me, the the sellers and the market um, is getting a little bit more balanced. You know, the sellers are getting a little bit more realistic about what the price point is on it. Solds. Now we're 56. There were 68, so we had more sold. Pendings are about flat, 56 and 57 year over year. But the big jump number is the open houses going from a year ago at 6 to 117. I, and I didn't 117 think about house. that, that is a lot. Thing. That's a lot of open houses, right? That's a lot of open houses. John, you're
0: watching the program?
1: Hey, Johnny, how you doing today? So, you know, uh, we didn't have anything, you know, particular to kick off to today, other than I thought that was an interesting stat or number to start with, and I have to do strawberry, strawberry, strawberry. He's about to sneeze. I'm about to sneeze. Look and at the
0: lights. Look at the lights. Look at the lights. Yes, yeah, sir. I'll look at the lights. There you go. The sneeze going away? That's uh, a broadcaster's trick.
1: I mean, you are yeah,
0: blinded at by these lights. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm
0: blinded by the light.
1: Blinded by the light. <laughs> that sounds like a, 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 a 1970s uh, uh, blinded by. The I'm light. trying to remember who actually sung who sings that? You don't know, work Blinded by the light, Manfred Mann. I think it was Manfred. Manfred, Manfred. It was like this weird one hit. Man Manfred Mann and something. I don't think it's
0: Manfred Mann.
1: I believe it was. Let's see. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Viewers and listeners. Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Look Man. at that. Look at Smith. Hey, oh, Keith Smith. Look at that, huh? I can go home now. My my day is done. I, I've I've shared useless information, <laughs> but it's but, revved but, up like a deuce yeah, yeah. Another
0: running in the runner in the night. I always thought it was like wrapped up like a douche. <laughs> it's revved up. It's like a It's little
1: ears, little ears, little ears. I mean,
0: I'm not being involved. Yeah. So um, anyway, I, I just I just wanted to kick kick that off. Um, Johnny Ronales, it's good to see you today. River Hawkins, your partner in El Mexica. Meheka- saw them yesterday. Mexicali, Excuse me. Opening on West Main in the uh, Old World of Beer location, River Hawkins shared the story we wrote this morning, and is very excited to to help you open this fantastic restaurant.
1: I bumped into both of them yesterday at at, at the space. Were they excited? They were excited. They were working harder, uh, hard. I told them to work harder. We need we need to get this get it open. But yeah, no, it's uh... what's the estimated opening date. I don't want to. I'm going to let Johnny tell that story. Uh, uh, You know, my my role over there was there's a bunch of things that the landlord needs to fix that hasn't been fixed that uh, I got called in to help facilitate to get it fixed. So we're going to get it fixed. We're going to get it fixed. There you go. Because that's what we do. We're We're fixers. fixers. We're fixers. We fix problems and we make magic happen. So, Kick off a little bit, um, I was asked by a couple of viewers and a couple of city council members. Carly
0: Wagner asked you.
1: Kelly Wagner Carly Wagner asked Carly's watching
0: the program. John uh, Blair, good morning.
1: Thank you. Uh, uh, but I also was asked concurrently uh, by a couple of city councilors who wish to remain nameless, and that's fine, uh, on, that, on what the uh, average versus median sales price for single-family detached in – the city of Charlottesville and Judah it would be slide number one if you don't mind please um, thank you buddy and uh, they wanted to know you know going back uh, eight quarters you know basically looking looking at the trend lines what it was going back and forth and and, and it's pretty interesting you know um you know we, we like numbers here we like looking at this you know the end of of quarter number three 2023 the are you ready for this number? The average sale price was 722, median 585. But it's about a 23. It's I've rounded. It's a 23 percent difference between average versus median. But if you kind of look going backwards, um, I didn't do the averages, but there, you know, there's a there's a couple of 2027 20, would be the highest in quarter four of 2022. So. The uh, the average sales price was 27 percent higher than the median, uh, but you take a look at the tw- quarter last quarter quarter number two, was only a twelve percent difference. So when you talk to smart people like Woody and Dr. Lisa Sterevant, um, you know they they and and, and, and folks like Carly. They're right. You, know, you kind of have to look at these both numbers simultaneously or at least side by side. So thank you for making me a little bit better at this. Because the, the average will include outliers, right? It, it'll include potential um, concessions. They both include concessions. but it, The it, average sales price includes high-dollar transactions. The average is everything, right? Yeah, it's and from, the average from, and the high-dollar transactions
0: can really much skew data.
1: Well, so it so depends on who you talk to, right? Um, uh, certain economists love median because it drops out and it, it automatically drops out the, the the high and the low right yeah, the anomalies. And, but one should look at both and 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 I've, I've been not so much schooled on it, but what what's been told to me about that and how um, folks think we should be looking at this. It, they're right, right. We need to look at both. But look, man, <laughs> cute, same quarter in 2021, the average was at five nineteen, and now it's seven twelve. You uh, got this.
0: You got this on screen, right, Judah?
1: Okay, uh, seven. Thank s- you. Seven twenty two uh, in quarter number three. But you know, it the the two things that I want to look at this, and when we're trying to help clients and and so forth and so on it's you know the trend is the trend the two trend lines that i've dropped in are pretty parallel pretty much going upwards you know the I've got
0: a couple of people asking these are not dollars no 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 these are hundreds of thousands of dollars so one piece of feedback maybe next to the number just to include a big capital k okay cool we could do that yeah um, thank you a few folks have said uh how how is this so low it's it's um, <laughs> seven hundred twenty-two thousand yeah, yeah, dollars. Yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah So thank seven hundred
0: twenty-two thousand. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Well, thank I but well, well you know, Look, we're getting better at this. You know, um, I mean, uh, I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, we've, we we will do that. I will put K's next to it. Now I have to work even harder. I have right, to yeah. type a K. I, mean, <laughs> I got to type a K. A
0: home's not selling for seven hundred and twenty-two dollars.
1: Yeah, 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 Well, I don't. I don't think in any generation it is yeah, does so right. Just but, seeing it on the feed. But these are these are in hundreds of thousands of dollars. In it, uh, but thank you. I'll, I'll I'll put a K next to it, or I'll put a note somewhere in here that I think just a K would be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool.
0: Seven hundred twenty-two thousand and Q 2023.
1: Got yeah, single family detached, no new construction, which the city doesn't have very much new construction anyway in it. But it's that uh, is massive appreciation. Yeah. So you know, it, it it it's it's constantly. You know, it's the time to sell. It's the time to buy. We talk about this all the time. You know that that trajectory is going to go up. We'll see what fourth quarter does, right? It might drop down. One of the reasons I included um, uh, quarter number four—I'm glad you did—in 2021 and 2022 is to kind of take a look at what quarter number four might have done mm-hmm. and what one can project going out out forward. So there was—if you take a look at quarter 321 versus quarter 421, there was a bit of a drop, right? in twenty twenty one there wasn 't in a twenty twenty two it wasn 't a huge increase but there was there was an increase increase in it so I think you're either going to see a flat line but man, you know from just the beginning of this year right quarter number one and I triple checked these numbers this morning and please you know folks go ahead and correct me if i 'm wrong city of Charlottesville quarter number one average was four hundred ninety five average at quarter number and the quarter number three was seven twenty two, huge jump. Now I did, ran out of time. I wanted to do percentages of cash. I just, it's just, it's a you've got to pull everything apart and create all these little cards with numbers on them and I'm create dude. create a spreadsheet and then let the spreadsheet create the graph and then you got to import it from the graph into the PowerPoint because that's what. That's how, I'm not smart enough to do it in a spreadsheet graph, so I'm, I'm familiar with PowerPoint. So. Keith
0: Smith dropping dimes, guys. Yes, Realty dimes. Partners. Keith Smith. Yes, Realty Partners. If you need a trusted 117 advisor. 117
1: open houses. Um, Question Daniel, out there. Anybody going out to an open house this weekend?
0: Daniel Pettit, the hey, Daniel. mustache Dan Pettit, one of the finest, most fundamentally sound uh, forehands and backhands on tennis courts throughout Central Virginia, Dan Pettit. He says, do you have the data for Albemarle County? This is fantastic.
1: No, no. You know, it's just, it's, it, it'll take me hours to, to to go ahead and do it. I did this because, um, you know, a bunch of folks were asking for it on the city of Charlottesville. and Grayson I, I says, would
0: Albemarle County be higher?
1: I think Albemarle County's number will be higher. I mean, we did um, a show um, a couple of... Well, so Three or four shows ago. Three or four shows ago, where we went ahead and broke down Albemarle County and the, the overall car the car foot the car footprint. Um, I just didn't do it this far back in quarters, so we could we could dig that up and and uh, post it in the uh, Facebook page. I'll I'll go ahead and take a look at that real quick so I can give Carly some data on on Carly that.
0: watching the program. We love uh, when Carly. Watch, uh, watches the show Very uh, astute, intelligent And sophisticated viewer and listener uh, Carly Wagner, Neil Williamson, hello Dean Russell, hello, Scott Morris, hello Chad Wood, hello, Bill McChesney John Snow, Kevin Higgins, Woody Fincham Ray Cadell, Angie Fick Nelson Lanza, Mr. DL Lauren Keswick, Bob Yarborough Jesse Rutherford, love you Jesse Rutherford Keith loves you too I love you Jesse Catherine Lochner David Puso, Andre Xavier, real estate investor, Seth Liskey, welcome to the program. The Queen of Marketing, MJ Arquette, watching the show. Um,
1: questions are coming in. So I so I, I, I do have them. It's just it's gonna be super difficult to get them off of the slides and get them to to to, to and get them out. But we'll, we'll post them either on the Facebook page or, or on, on Real Talk with Keith Smith.
0: Uh, Bill McChesney references the listing that went under contract on Lexington Avenue in North Downtown. You know, there was a price reduction, Bill McChesney, on that listing. I believe Lori Woodruff had that listing. And she did do a price reduction, but it did go under contract. So the market spoke. It's interesting. In this game we call real estate, it only takes one buyer. Yeah. And it only takes one to fall in love with the so, house so and the, say
1: yes. So the, so the, the question is, was the price reduction because it went in a little bit too high with the market? I think that's what it was. Yeah. I know so, the listing he's talked about. Yeah. Right? And and look, so what you're starting to see and we, we looked at that, right? We looked at that where, you know, the price changes were actually more a year ago than they are today. So that means the sellers
0: That's are, what's happening.
1: The sellers are starting to get um, on a realistic expectation of their appreciation. Bingo. Where hey.
0: this time last year, the sellers were still of the mindset that it was COVID and anything would sell, and they weren't really considering the rising interest rate environment. And now it's been a year since this time well, it was last more, year. It
1: was more than that. You know, Bill... <laughs> Billion and Jane up the street sold their house for $50,000 off of asking price. I'm going to add 50000 on top of that $50,000 because that's what I should get from my house. That's not how the market works. No, that's right? not how the
0: market works. And rates have gotten more expensive.
1: Rates have gotten more expensive. But look, look, Jerry, you know, I, I, you know I'll just focus on what, what we have before us, right, which is the city of Charlottesville, single-family detached. Seven twenty-two. Now we don't know. I I can spend a minute or two and figure out what percentage of those were cash, right? We can do that here real real quickly. But it's been—I know—at the end of the third quarter, we were we were strong seven, seven and a third, seven and a quarter, somewhere around there for the dirty year, and we're still at seven twenty-two and still at five eighty-eight, five eighty-five. Now, you know, we're flirting with nine. Right? We're kind of floating around uh, eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half to nine. I think, uh, you know, I think you might see us either at or above nine before the end of the I, year. So, <laughs> so the number is going to be, okay, Q4, how did that impact the overall sales price? It impacts volume. There's no doubt about that. But does it in, impact value? Right what people so I, I think this home that got reduced and all that stuff, I think if you take a look at what it sold and you held on to it and, and extrapolated it back in time, it increased in value right so you know it's 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 an, I've Yona's I've, up with grandkids and I'm working all weekend we're out looking I got open house to do multiple houses to show. I won't even have time to get a bike ride in this this keeps working. Yeah yeah, because if you're able to buy now, Right? And you've got the cash and you're able to buy. Right now is a great time to buy because the market's kind of in this little flux point. You're not seeing 110 open houses tells me that, right? So, you know, this is a great opportunity to buy. Again, location matters, micro locations matter even more, right? But if you hire somebody that knows what the hell they're doing and is able to give you accurate information and data, and then you're right the right location, you may be paying a little bit more in interest right now or a lot more in interest. But if you wait, I mean my God, if you if you were thinking about buying in the second quarter of twenty three a single family detached home in Charlottesville, right? You went from five to, median, I'm just gonna use median for for, for this conversation. For put this it back, con-
0: put that back on screen if you can't shade up.
1: If you would have waited at Q2, say okay, I'm going to wait to Q3 to buy a house. Your median price went from 529 to 585. Your average price went from 597 to 722. I didn't do the math of the percentage jumps on that uh, uh, re- real quickly, but you're paying more for a home. I think you're going to say the same number, maybe not the same percentage jump, but you're going to see those trend lines continue to go up in value. And the inventory com- continued to, to drop.
0: I one hundred and ten percent agree with the man. Woody Fitchum um, uh, says it is ninety days when you take it's a home, Thank you, Woody. When you take it off the market thank and you. put it back on the market, and you wait ninety days, I think the, the realtor would know that the <laughs> DOM resets. So, yeah. Woody, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that um, clarity right there. One thing I will highlight: you, you know, I'm on Zillow and I'm on the realtor app constantly. An app like Zillow is tracking the total. An app like Zillow, in what it shows property history, will show that the home was listed 90 days ago for this price. And then it will show that the home was listed now, 90 days later, for the new price. The, the data out there is getting so sophisticated that the reset of the DOM is not something that can be, I don't know if disguised is the right word, um, but I'll use disguise for the show. And Kevin Yancey, he says, "Happy Friday to us, gentlemen."
1: Yeah. So we we I'm, I'm looking at a slide just to answer the the um, new con- oh, excuse me the the single family detached uh, Albemarle County um, sales price. So I'm looking at a slide. Uh, I just won't be able to get it to Judah, but I can give you the numbers. Medium uh, median single family detached price. This is existing quarter number one. It was 505. The end of quarter number three. This is for this year. Was 650. So it jumped from 505 uh, to 650 in um, and sa- and sales price. We talked about this on the show the other day. It was interesting. The single family detached new construction number actually went down. It went from 799 in the first quarter and dropped to 760, 765 in that. So. Uh, the numbers are a little higher to answer the question. So third quarter, uh, these are median, right? So I don't have median and versus average. So I'd have to do that and do some more work to create those slides. But just to put it into perspective end the third quarter, single family detached, no new construction in the city of Charlottesville was 585. This is median in Albemarle County was 650. So that's uh, what,
0: uh, this is a very good question. Um, uh-oh. I'm going to mess up her last name, so I'm going to call her Jennifer N. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. Uh, she says, with 117 open houses, at such a high level of open house, do they actually compete against each other?
1: Yeah, that's a great question.
0: There's 117 open houses yeah, this that's weekend, a, viewers that, that,
1: that, That's a great question, right? Yeah, that's I, a great I, question. I, I, I,
0: it's a question for the pro over
1: there, Keith Smith. Yeah, great. Smith don't have an answer, and
0: he, he had great data to start the show. Keith comes very prepared for yeah. this program. This time last year, there were six open houses yeah. over a weekend. Now there's one seventeen. So she wants to know if they compete against each other. Well, obvious, be, obvious. They got to be yes. Yeah, obviously, because yeah, there's only a certain amount of time.
1: Yeah, obviously, um, you know they they compete against uh, one another. You know, I mean that's just a logical. Thing Now, keep in mind, that's six jurisdictions, right? Right, right, right. right. So, you know, that's not city of Charlottesville. It's Charlottesville, Albemarle, Favana, Nelson, Green, and, and Louisa. And we
0: can also say it's across different price spectrums. It is across different price spreads. So if someone's looking at a certain price point, which that's how we shop for housing, it will get much more narrow in its offerings, the open house.
1: Correct. That's, exact,
0: that's exactly right. Uh, hold on a second. I can... Yeah. So it, it's Dan Pettit's looking up how many attached units are open houses this weekend. Thank you, Dan. We would love to know that answer. I will relay. It live uh, on
1: air. I can tell you I'm looking at it right now. 30, 30 attached, 30 attached open houses, 36 detached Hold on a second here. Oh no, this is breaking this is breaking it down by, uh, I'm going to have to let Dan do it. This is breaking it down by, uh, sole volume. So i I'm, I'm in the wrong We spot. would love that information. Yeah. Mustache Dan yeah. I know he likes his uh, he attached, attached products. He
0: loves his attach, attached products. He's one of the biggest advocates of attached products. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, if, if you go back for and... Affordability. It, you go back to affordability. If you go back and look at Albemarle County, because I'm looking at the spreadsheet right now, um, median single-family sales price for new construction jumped... First quarter to third quarter, from four fifty two four hundred fifty two thousand to four eighty three four eight four hundred eighty three thousand existing, jumped from three twenty five to three seventy five. So it was only a fifty thousand dollar delta difference on ex- existing uh, a single family attached in the county of Albemarle, and in the and but it, but the um, attached new construction jumped from four fifty two to four eighty three, and I will tell you. Of the three homes I'm showing clients to over this weekend, every single dance point, every single one of them are in new construction. Every single one of them are uh, under 500,000. Every single one of them are young professional couples. Just happens to be three of them. Don't know if that's indicative of anything. But to his volume question, um, the first quarter... Single-family attached, existing sold. There was forty-two units. Third quarter was seventy-seven. The new construction's flat. It ranges. It was seventy-six in the first quarter, seventy-eight. So it, it kind of stays a little consistent on the volume of units sold. That's because builders control the release of products, right? Right on it. Uh, the the existing market doesn't. Right. The market kind of dictates that. But that's a a jump between forty-two to seven seventy-seven on, uh, between first and third quarter. Keith Smith, you're prepared today. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, like, like you said earlier, I, I, I this, <coughs>
0: woke up at three thirty in the morning
1: to, just to do this slide. Uh, this is stuff that I've done. I've done before. You okay, brother? I'm doing great. There you go. I'm sensational. So anyway, that's, 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 uh, you know, it's, 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 what 110 new constru- uh, excuse me, open houses are going to do to the market. We'll find out on Monday. Right, right. Well, Batman and Robin may have. Oh, Batman and Robin may have some We're information to share on on Monday about about a little, you know, how the weekend did. And let's see, let's see how many of those hundred and ten uh, open houses go into contra- contract. That'd be a great thing to take a look at. Um, I have to make a note for Batman so he remembers to to look at that for 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 Monday. All so. right, uh,
0: how's Batman from? Uh Fitting in the suit standpoint. I mean, you've been riding your bike. It's going to be really loose on you, I would imagine.
1: Oh, who do you, what are you talking about?
0: I mean, you're you're fitter. What? No. You've been doing these hundred kilometer. So do you know rides. who Batman is? Oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> your friend Batman. Your friend Batman.
1: Man, my alter ego. That's a great question. Great question, Smith. For Batman, open what open houses went on the contract over the weekend?
0: Um, we got a follow up question from Jennifer. Yeah. Are the open houses as effective as they were before COVID?
1: That's a great question. Um, Jennifer,
0: you're making the show better.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, that, that's a big number, and I'm trying to take a look at what, what it was like a month ago.
0: Dan Pettit also wants to know, are you more productive when Yona's gone? <laughs> he knows
1: better than that. <laughs> so on September uh, you know this is just this is just a weird number, and you know what there may there may be there may be something going on here, but I, I, because I, Jerry, I need you to talk for a minute, please, sir, because I want to take a look at what the amount of open houses were, let's say a month ago.
0: Bill McChesney says you're
1: no Bruce Wayne.
0: Yeah,
1: I am not. <laughs> I'd say he's better than Bruce Wayne. No.
0: Come on. No, Bill. No,
1: no, no, Bill. I love you, brother. You are a 1,010%. You are a 1,010%. I will stand up for uh, no, Bruce over no, there. No, 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 no. I I am no Bruce Rain- Wayne. That's for sure. Um, um, you, you, I'm no Batman either. You put me in spandex, it's not a pretty sight. Trust me. We have questions coming in. And Please, I, I, I want to take a look at what... The open house were too much. That just seems like a large number of open houses. 117? 117 is a big number. I'm going to try to take a look at what it was like a few months ago, just just as a, as a thing. Multiple yeah. folks. You know, uh, I'm looking at August. I'm looking at September. They were like 14, 15, 20... Open houses to go from that to 110. I wonder if there's a glitch in this.
0: I don't think there's a glitch. Yeah, I, mean, I got.
1: I I literally, literally looked at this as I got in the truck this morning, and I said 117, and I just kept on going for for the day. I Ray got, Cadell's
0: watching. Take a look at that, yeah. Ray. Ray,
1: do me a favor. Take a take a dive into that. Dean Russell, Are they do you see the
0: open house count. Let us know, Dean. Supervisor Price, welcome to the program.
1: You know, so that to go from low double digits, right? from zero from low singles to low doubles to 117 is a big jump and i don't know if maybe there was a lot of new construction came in i didn't pull it apart but that's a big number that's 117 is a big number 117
0: is a big number uh we got i mean i can oh yeah it's a
1: lot of new construction i'm looking at it it on my side uh, i'm looking at it right now there's Uh, a boatload of open houses yeah yeah i mean i'm looking at it too there's, there's new construction. A lot of new construction. And there. what
0: are you referencing? The, uh, the, the stuff that on um, Purple Floral?
1: Well, there's all. I'm,
0: I'm just. It, it's, I mean, Purple Floral's got a, it, a, a boatload of new construction.
1: It, yeah, it goes from. Dan Conquest. It goes from, The way I'm looking at it, it goes from, from uh, low, low price to high price, right? And I'm looking at it right now. A lot of it. Yeah, a lot of this is new construction. That makes sense. It looks like there was a big dump of new construction are you talking purple floral no i'm all over the place i'm in pleasant green i'm in uh, i'm just going through the whole yeah man the first 11 pages are new construction so that i still think, counts. i think no it, open house is open house yeah but but it's not a traditional open house right so I'd have to take a deeper dive into that and actually run the spreadsheet on it. And somebody who's smarter than me that's looking at it could probably do it. I didn't I just saw the number and went, oh my God. But I'm now I'm now on on like page you know eight or nine. There's twelve pages of these open houses and a majority of them are new construction. So that makes a lot of sense.
0: Kevin Yancey says Kevin likes to play the role of the bear. Her. He says, uh, you didn't answer this on Wednesday show. What's the take on people walking away from deals and potential purchases due to the increased homeowners insurance coupled with um, rising rates and prices?
1: Yeah, I thought, Kevin, I didn't want to answer it. I thought that's how I did it. Well, I'm only kidding you. I'm only kidding you, Kevin. This, so,
0: isn't, this isn't Florida or
1: California. Yeah, so I will tell you in our – just it's looked, not happening here. We just looked at it. Again, just – And and the Kevin's on the other side of the mountain, so I'd have to look for the numbers on the other side of the mountain. But we just took a look at, um, you know, back on the market, which is, you know, these are contracts that people walked away from because I think that's the question, right, that got back on the market. We're actually, you know, pretty much on par what we were this time last year, and the volume really isn't that that high. Uh, Let me see. We're back on market. Back on market was fourteen, and this time last year it was uh, seventeen, same week. So I, I don't, I don't know if you see a lot of that. I see, I think. It's not
0: Florida you, or California. Yeah, it,
1: yeah. It's well, I, if he's referring the insurance thing, this would be a great thing to bring Jeremy Rowe in. That's what he's referring to. Yeah. So the, you know, but but Jeremy brought this up on the show, and and Kevin is not that far off. You know, I don't know if you took a look at what your home insurance. Oh yeah. What went up? Mine went up substantially. So I mean it. It it is impactful, but man, it's just not. It's just not slowing things down. You know, we. I can't remember. We had people
0: need places to live.
1: We. That's it, right? So, you know, the the. Not sure. I'm not sure if this is coming up on the feed, but I did create. I'll bring in a couple of extra so, uh, slides, and they're talking about you know uh, the low supply and why we actually have a low supply on that. So you know if you, Jude, if you have an opportunity, um, we're looking at the lack of building over time, right? So this is a pretty visual slide that talks about there has been 14 years of of below average new construction units built it's been since 2008 yeah and we're paying and we're paying for that now and it's going to get worse it, and, and it's going to get worse yeah and it, and if, this area is going to have a population into uptick so judah if you wouldn't mind flipping through slides uh one uh excuse me two three and four um, and I'll just talk a little bit about it. The second reason is there's a slide in there that we talk, which is a visual number, about the lock-in effect, and 70.7% of mortgage rates are less than 4%. So that's the reason why inventory is low. And then the other one, that the last slide, which would be number four, that we don't talk much about and we have on the show is people are staying in their homes, right? Longer. So, so between 20, 2010 and 2022, because they don't have this year's data yet. Was it 10 years? 9.3 miles. 9.3 no. years. Yeah. miles. I'm thinking of bike riding. At
0: one time, it was in the 7 range.
1: So between 85 and 2009, it was 6.1. Yeah. So we've jumped, you know, between 6.1 years to 9. So we've got people staying in their homes longer. Not and enough inventory. Well, that's the reason we don't have the inventory. Yeah. People are staying in their homes longer. The uh, mortgage rates people are seventy percent or almost seventy-one percent of folks out of four percent or lower. It's actually eighty percent. Um, yeah, if you look if you look at this chart that the FH, FH FHFA put together. Um, that's the numbers I'm using, but a 70.7 percent below has 4%. less than four. Yep. Right? If you add six, it jumps. It jumps up. Or X five, it, it jumps up to it. And that we haven't built enough homes in 14 years. Henceforth, the city of Charlottesville. Thank you, Dan Patton. Appreciate you watching the program. Um, yeah.
0: This has come in about arms. Um, multiple folks have said they're seeing arms back on the market, and does that concern Keith? Adjustable rate mortgages.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Currently, this is from a, a data source that I follow. But
1: the rate, the the, the the rates aren't very different, right? The ARM rate and the thirty-year rate is there's not as much of a spread as it used to be back back in the day of the time or before the time of great unpleasantness. And the
0: vetting process is much more stringent.
1: It's much more stringent. Um, you know, look, I, 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 I think, you know, it, if the market, if the seller's side of the equation slows down a little bit, and I do not see that. I really don't. Certain locations will. Um, Woody sent me something from, I think it was Lynchburg or Roanoke, I can't remember, um, that, you know, their seller incentives starting to go on out there. So the micro market matters and certain micro markets will start, you start seeing seller incentives. I would do instead of a seller incentive, I would do a buy down. That's what I would be doing. I would do a buy down of one point or two points instead of paying for closing, closing costs. Yeah. You know, I think the concern that people have about arms is that uh, the interest rates are going to Jump up like they did in oh eight oh nine you know oh seven that kind of thing. I think actually the rates are going to start going the other way. I don't think you're going to start seeing rates going through going you know going to twelve fifteen percent. But we also had a conversation a year ago or year and a half ago that we weren't going to see them above four. So then there's that <laughs> that simple little fact.
0: We've had a few conversations. About We've that.
1: had a few conversations about that. Uh, but look, as long as the basic economics of we didn't build enough houses, we've got this lock-in effect, which is a new thing. I had a conversation with the good Dr. Lisa Sterivant about that, this is a new calculus into the way you look at things and people are staying more in their homes. That's just a trifecta of inventory not changing. Salaries are going up, people are moving into our area, the question becomes: Is where is the first-time homebuyer going to go? And we've been having this conversation until we were, you know, and we're going to be having it a long time. Uh, you know, it's just Ray yeah, Cadell's I, got something poignant. Yeah, Ray. Ray we,
0: should, we should get Ray on the show. Yeah, He's,
1: he he shines. He, he shines, <clears throat> and he plays one mean sax. That's for sure.
0: Ray Cadell says this: uh, "This is my 40th year in real estate." He wins. He says, it's clearly an awkward time in real estate, and it's been the most awkward time in real estate for him in 40 years. Yeah. He says, in all candor, it's very helpful for me and my family that I have Big Ray and the Cool Cats as one heck of a second job. He says, I wonder if when the next due cycle hits, what kind of attrition we might see locally and nationally with realtors.
1: Oh. Ray Cadell, I appreciate that oh, uh, straightforwardness. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I take a, a, a look at a little bit differently. Um, agents like Ray are pros. Will know how to adapt. United States Marine Corps adapt and overcome. Will adapt, overcome. Will always do well in it. But we're on track. To, you know, there was an article written in the Wall Street Journal. I I don't believe this number but who the hell knows, you know, they're saying, look, look out for 80% attrition rate within, within our, our ranks. Uh, I think that's a bit bombastic. 80%. Yeah. That's a bit bombastic. I think, and I, and I went on record, I think before the decoupling conversation started in earnest in the public view, right. That conversation has been going on for a while. Um, and I'm referring to the decoupling of, of, of uh, commissions, right? Um, we've been on track to probably lose between 30 to 40% by this time next year. It's because, they're just to, to raise point, They're not, you know, the average real estate agent makes like 30, 40 grand. That doesn't make a lot of money. So if the average real estate agent isn't and that's to, that's gross. That's gross too. Yeah, that's not take-home. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's important to
0: emphasize to the viewers and listeners. Yeah, the average real estate's making gross. Yeah. before taxes and their expenses. Before expenses, expenses. before mm-hmm. gas mileage.
1: before yeah. but that's before after dues. But, that, but that's after their split, right? Well, yeah, right. So, but this everyone has a split. Everybody has a split. So no. that's their gross in their.
0: So I mean, if you're talking net, the average the average agents in the sure, we're talking in the
1: twenties. And and look, this is making twenties. I think we're probably going to be closer to 40, 50%. I don't think 80% is realistic. I can see where he comes up with that number, right? Because, you know, supposedly it went from 20% of the real estate agents did 100% of the, you know, the lion's share of the deals, Then it went to 10, depending on how you talk to people think it's 5%, 5% now. So I, the pool is getting a little bit smaller. It's it's not, we've talked about this before, um, in two days, or three days, your car dues are due, your National Association of Realtors dues are due. We'll we'll really know by the next 30 days how many people are staying in and how many people are getting. Car has roughly how many agents? Well, I don't know what it has now, but the last number I looked at is roughly a a 1, thousand, eleven hundred. It's, it's total. The total memberships probably closer to fourteen hundred. But you have folks like you know appraisers like Woody and so forth and so on that are that are members of it. So uh, we'll just call it a thousand for simple math. Um, you know, I I I think that number is going to be somewhere in the four. Nah, probably. We're probably going to lose somewhere between three to four hundred. So you think we're going to have six hundred agents? I think between six and eight. Well, by the way, if you go take a look at 2008, 2009, 2010, that's about the number we had. So you'll start doing that. But it's interesting. This is when, I've said this before, this is when the pros show up, right? You've got to really know how to do this job. We've been talking for the last couple of days about the, you know, the quote-unquote decoupling and the class action lawsuit. Those questions continue to come on the feed. I'm sure it does. Um, and you know that this I wasn't is, gonna really mention. <laughs> I wasn't really gonna mention we it. have
0: covered it, but we
1: have covered it. I've but, a, I have but, a feeling it's gonna Well it's like anything. It's going to tick like, even more. It's like anything. People don't know what's gonna happen, so they're, therefore it's fearful, right? And but look at the end of the day if you just do your buyer broker agreement what 's going to have to happen I had a long conversation with a couple of real estate attorneys, to include Bill Tucker, one of our fine sponsors here, that um, you know it 's really going to end up on the lenders, but things really aren 't going to change that much what 's going to change is the transparency and what 's going to change and if you 've been doing like a guy like Ray, which I know he does this because i 've seen him do it, uh, you know he explains to his buyer and sellers how he gets paid and how this what his worth is and and he 'll do fine. So you know it's it'll weed out some of the folks that and I I got myself into trouble a little bit saying this stuff a couple of days ago. So by whom? Yeah, you know certain certain folks in my industry, uh, you know. But the reality of it is, we will be less agents in the market. There will be less real estate agents in the market this time.
0: What do you think, Ray Kadal?
1: And I think the ones that are going to be left over are going to do freaking awesome. Well, they can do their job. I think that's called, um, what's that called? Calling the herd. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. I might get called out myself. I, I but think they, that's called calling the herd. Yeah, yeah. Look, cause, so it, it's, but we go through, we, you know, Ray's been here for 40
0: years. I've been here for 30, 35 plus years. Also, Ray Cadell, Bill McChesney says, plays the trumpet. Trumpet. What did yeah. I say? He said sax.
1: Oh, sorry about that. Trumpet. Plays he plays a damn good
0: trumpet. He plays
1: a damn good trumpet.
0: My mistake, gentlemen. James Watson, any thoughts on using adjustable rate mortgages as an alternative to purchase a home during this time of slightly higher rates?
1: So it it depends on the buyer. So we're talking about arms, right? We're back, back into arms. It depends on where you're at and what you're trying to do and what your, what your goals are. Uh, on it, uh, the trick to them is to be aware of the risk that you take. That if Smith is wrong, and interest rates continue to go to the 1980s version of, of interest rates, you know, after a couple years, you get slammed. That's what happened in 09 You know, they did these one-year, two-year arms, and rates jumped.
0: Here's the here's the gamble. This is what my this is what my boy Keith not is not. basically saying.
1: You, if you do the
0: adjustable rate mortgage, it's good now. You are making a bet. You're making a bet against the future. And one thing I've learned from this show is no one can see into the future. That's what I'll do. And you're basically betting that rates will come down of what you locked in an adjustable rate scenario today and if rates don't go down then you're going to be in a more expensive rate environment down the road and you risk having a larger payment which could
1: lead to stress in your home financially is a mortgage officer watching Uh, oh yes we have a few so so it would be a great question for them what is the right now what we're standing right now what is like a five-year arm or whatever what's the rate for a five-year arm versus a 30-year mortgage it I don't think the delta between the two is that large, right? So, you know, back in the day, it was a couple of points, a point and a half. There was a wide enough delta that the monthly payment made a difference, right? So if the monthly payment doesn't make a difference and you have this basic ticking time bomb that could potentially blow up on you, we've talked about this a long time ago. What's the best damn way to hedge against inflation? Lock. In lock in your overhead. Lock in a thirty-year fixed. You can always it'll refi. It cost, cost you money, but you can always refi it down. I can tell you right now, if you want, if if you're in a fiscal position to buy, you could not pick a better time to buy right now. And I really mean that. I'm not being dramatic about it. You really bet. I mean, the delta it, is so minuscule. Yeah, it's. I'm looking at the. It's like the, It's not even a point, it's right? Way less than a point. Yeah, so why would one do that, right? What's the benefit, the benefit of of doing that, right? Uh, and assumable mortgages are something we can always talk about, but they're only applicable to VA deals at, at the moment. I'm starting to see the assumable mortgage marketed in the MLS. But but if you take a dive into them, these are VA products. They're not HUD backed products. You know, they're not federally backed. Products. Now, the Fed regulators could go ahead and start maybe changing that and start to, to look at that, and that might be a path to kind of loosen some inventory up, right, so that there could be, quote-unquote, assumable mortgages. But that's a, that's a complicated transaction. Ray Cadell says, and Ray's a broker, right? Ray is a broker, yeah, and, and he plays uh, trumpet. Uh,
0: Ray's a broker, so Ray, Ray is the boss of his firm. He'd be the boss. He is the head honcho of his firm. He'd be the boss. He says, um, less dabblers in real estate and in the realtor space is not a bad thing for any of us. No. I I have monikered them hobbyist agents. The hobbyist agent is one that's maybe intrigued by seeing pretty homes. Maybe does one deal, two deals a year. He says, also Ray Cadell, he's got 40 years of experience in this space, Ray Cadell. He says including the consumer, having less dabblers, AKA hobbyist agents, could be the best thing for the consumers out there, for the folks they're
1: representing. So, so um, thank you, Ray, for doing that and opening up the door for me. So um, this is, whoever's listened to this show, we've done shows before, we even got slides for this, right? We got six things that, that are in the real estate market, right? It's location. Location always matters. Micro locations always matter. Location. Price. Price. Price always matter. Got to price it right. Got to be in the right location. Got to price it right. Got to have the right features. Got to be in the right condition. And timing is everything. And number six is what Ray's talking about, who's on the other side matters. Now, I will tell you... Uh, We very rarely, I won't want to get into too much details, we very, Yon and I, I can literally count on one hand that deals in in years and years and years, uh, literally, it rarely happens. Deals go from under contract to not under contract. Very rarely that happens. Just had one happen to us. And it was because of number six. The other side matters. And Jerry's going to go, geez, Keith. Why, geez, Keith? <laughs> why? why is that? <laughs> why is that because this wasn't? This was. Fortunately, I know the answer. But it was an yes. out-of-state agent. Oof. It was a, a, an agent from from Northern Virginia hmm. that came. Down. Is Northern Virginia out of state? To me, it is <laughs> out of there. <laughs> Look at this. I can't even figure out what the hell Trump. What. Horn right it was an out of market agent it was an out of market out of market agent it was a Northern Virginia agent it might, actually might have been out of state. I think they were from Maryland, so it might have been out of state, but it was a northern Virginia agent came down here, never met their client, never um, developed a relationship with their client. It was a freaking online client that met at our house fell in love with it, put a contract in it. Yona's really, really, really good at her job, starting asking all the questions about, tell me about your buyer, yada, 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 yada. And we may have been misled about that because I don't think we would have had our seller move forward. Within 24 hours, they got cold feet and went back on the market. They withdrew the contract. So now we have... My suspicion has happened is they found something else in another market and went and bought it. But I don't know that for a fact. But we've got out-of-market agents in our place, in our marketplace, that don't know our market. I know Ray well enough to know to say this. If he has a buyer that's going to buy in Old Town Alexandria, he picks up the phone and refers it out to a person he knows that is an expert in that market. Keith and Yona will do that. But now we have we have buyers agents coming into our marketplace. They're actually doing listings too, in our marketplace because they can. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I happen to think, and I'm going to get myself in all kinds of trouble here. I happen to think that's a violation of our ethics code. But that's just that's just me saying because they're
0: not experts in the. Uh,
1: market. They are not. They 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 are not. Now they could be. You know, I, I may be wrong, but. This agent sure as hell wasn't. Can assure you that. Anyway, you got me started. I get off the get off the my soapbox. Soap, my soapbox on that one.
0: Uh, this is a good question. If rates drop in the first quarter, what does Keith think is going to happen? Bill McChesney says that might as well be a different state in northern Virginia.
1: <laughs> thank you,
0: Bill. Yeah, Nova always gets the shade on the Bill, uh, talk show. Uh,
1: Bill, thank you for loving me, uh, keep me keeping me on keeping me on track here. Uh, well, for, the first thing is they're not. So. Uh, they're not going to drop in the first quarter. Uh, I think we need to get,
0: I think we need to really drive that home guys. The rates are going to remain sticky for longer
1: than perhaps was initially anticipated. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So what, let me answer the question a different way, regardless of when they go down, because they will go down, right? What goes up comes down. It's, it's historically, it's going to happen. Um, I'll tell you, when it starts creeping down, there are so many people that we talk to that are just sitting on the sidelines, and we're having conversations. I, 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 I cannot be any clearer. If you want to sell your home or buy your home, this is like literally the best time to do it. You cannot get any better than this. The inventory is, minuscule. is minuscule, right? The, the people are sitting tight waiting for something to happen. Right. That may or may not happen or may not happen at some point. Oh My God, we if you were waiting in the second quarter of a and I didn't do the math difference, but the that second back on? second quarter of Charlottesville average, you were you were paying five ninety seven. You're now paying seven twenty two. Somebody who's smarter than me can figure out what that math difference is. But that's a, I could just look at the bar chart and know it's way higher to that. So you just you just spending more money. Now's the time to buy if you can do it, if you can put some cash down, which is a good thing to do, right? And that's the other thing you're looking at. You're not seeing a lot of these five percent, seven percent down. You're starting to see down payments creep up a little bit. We just did a first time home buyer with a five in it. That, frankly, they're bringing sixty percent cash to the table. Dang, yeah, because they want they want their monthly payment at this. They've got the cash. They're millennials. They've saved them for years, right? COVID it's a nice little savings, now. 300K plus. Yeah, well, they, they do well for themselves I see in their that. professions. There you go. Right? And they were, able, they were able to do that. Very nicely done. I, I would
0: imagine that deal is heading to closing. I, I hate talking about this crap because you, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to jinx it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yona's in a plane, so I'm okay. Yeah, she's not texting
0: you right now. Stop talking about this. It hasn't closed yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, but as, as you know, I'm not that I'm su- superstitious, but you never want to throw. You know, this is a you know, there's enough stuff that happens in a transaction, and I'm, I'm working on Yvonne coming in because I, I want her I'll Try to encourage her as well. I want her, and
0: Ray says he agrees with you.
1: That's clearly a violation for Northern Virginia agents to try to be experts down here. I I. I, I yeah. Uh, for me to stutter takes a lot. You know why that isn't enforced is beyond me. And I, you know, how the hell do you even enforce it? But like, you're going to get me to go down a whole another. I'm going to get myself to go down a whole. Steven other says ever. this
0: if he puts the over under at 500, does Keith take the over or under on agents left and car?
1: Who we betting? Who am I betting with?
0: Uh, Steven asked asked you to do a hypothetical.
1: Hypothetical. Oh, uh, prop bet, if you may. Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I betting or am I? It's we're hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, hypothetical. Uh, over under five hundred this time next year. It'll be over five hundred. Over five hundred. Yeah, it'll be over. 500. Over six hundred. Yeah, I think it'll be over six hundred. I think. I think. I I, I. I. It. I think a lot of people are betting that this this pendulum this inventory pendulum or this a number of units that I can either help people buy and sell, pendulum starts swinging in, in the favor of more. I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. Uh, I think this inevitable O shift, that's gonna be 40 year O shift that's gonna happen in our business is going to get a lot of people out. Probably the folks that are closer to retirement age because you're gonna, have, you're gonna have to change the way you do business. You know, you're going to have to have that, if you don't do this already, which I'm sure, you know, you're gonna have to have your buyer broker agreement done, finished and locked in and figured out how you pay. And you're going to have to do a buyer presentation just like you do a listing presentation. We do this already. Uh, but you do a buyer presentation just like you would walk into your house and here's my listing presentation, here's my buyer presentation on it, this is what I do, this is how I get paid, this is what I'm worth. How everybody gets paid eventually is going to get figured out. There's paths there that that it could happen. But I think all of that is, is going to have a huge impact on it. I, I called this two years ago at a cardboard. board you, meeting. Do
0: you, you called it on the show? Yeah. We have the video evidence. Um... That you call this the follow-up question is the era of big brokerages with many agents now over?
1: Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I only know what I've seen. Okay. So when I was at speaking at the CEO conferences that which had the CEOs of all the major brokerages, some of them have settled this lawsuit, some have not. the topic of that CEO conference before the settlements happened for Remax and anywhere on it was M&As, Mergers and acquisitions. Mergers and acquisitions. Okay. So I think you're going to see the bigger ones get bigger. And then there's going to be two I think there's going to be two types of brokerages left over when this is done. Maybe a hundred percent wrong. This is, if I had a crystal ball, I... The boutique and the massive. I believe that's what's going to happen. And I think the middle ones are going to get bought out by the massive ones um, because, you know, you're in order. Look, I know this fact. People are not going to believe this. 95 to 97% of all the brokerages in the United States don't make money. They don't make money. Splits are very high. It's, it's, they just don't make money on it. The agents do well, but the brokerages themselves, and the, how do you offset that? Volume. So throws uh,
0: a big net out there and tries to do as many transactions you as possible. You want
1: to have as, as large amount as- uh, There's or, other ways that you can offset that too. There's other ways you can Edu- offset
0: Educational uh, infrastructure provided at a fee is one so example. that's
1: that. how the small- That's a profit take. center. That's how the boutique brokerages, which we are, are, are going to do that. We're offering education, you know, one-on-one coaching and mentoring to help folks get from wherever they are to wherever they want to be, right? But the bigger, you know, just from a brokerage level, you know, I, I, I may be wrong. I think you're going to see the smaller brokerages like, you know, Ray and What We Are and all, all these little, you know, very niche boutique brokerages going to do very, very well because we're going to be so laser-focused on our client and and our client, which is our agents, our partners, on it. And the larger ones are going to be more large. You know, these are going to be street, you know, Wall Street firms that, and some of them are privately owned, but Wall Street firms that are going to do it. And it literally, I was, I told you the story. I was in, I'll leave the names out, but I was in the bathroom Men's bathroom there, and there was two very large public companies negotiating over the buying of a potential local company here. So, I asked, I said, "I'll help you negotiate it for ten <laughs> for percent." No, I said six percent. Oh, we're all we're all, we're all close. Six eggs. I got told to and, leave. And <laughs> <laughs> I got told to leave. I hope that was after you. No, we, we no 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 no. We, we they said you're a bit creepy. Get out of here. Is that a uh, deal going to go through? No. That deal not going to go through. I don't know. Who knows? I got kicked out of the bathroom, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Ah, uh, this is an interesting question right I, here. Jonathan says, "Does that mean the importance for personal brands going to be even more important than ever for the agents?"
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, personal brands, you know, but it's always mattered, right? But personal brand will matter. You know, the I think I think that the inner workings in that in that. Question is, and I'll leave big brokerages' names out because I won't get—I don't want to get myself in trouble. But you know, 20 years ago, it wasn't—I've I've talked about this numerously. It wasn't about um, me as an agent. It was about the brokerage, the big brokerage, right? That's where people got attracted to. Now it's the agent. Now it's the agent. But yeah. that's been that way for a very good number, number, number of years. Big brick and mortar firms are gonna kind of either get bigger or go away. You know, we will we'll see. Time will tell. But look, the market constantly shifts. The real estate agent market shifts, the market market shifts. The only thing that never changes is Ray Cadell. <laughs> right.
0: Forty years in business for Ray Cadell. Big uh, uh, the cool and, and
1: and and plays one hell of a trumpet. I'll never I'll never make that mistake again, Ray.
0: Ray Cadell, you're a good man, um, and 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 welcome anytime. What's the plan for Keith, the bachelor, this weekend with Yona oh, yeah. with the grandbabies?
1: Well, I'm working. I've got I'm going to sneak in a couple of bike rides. Um, I've got an open house on Sunday, and I've what's got, the dinner plan for tonight? You know, that's a great
0: question. I don't know. Roger Voisinay, welcome to the show. Hey Roger, don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, I might wander over to my favorite. A little watering hole. We'll see. I don't know. I'm going to make a couple of texts. Anybody want to come up and play? <laughs> Please play with me. Please play with me. I'm lonely. I'm lonely. Literally, that's, that's probably what's going to happen. I'll buy drinks. Please play with me. Please play with me. So, we're going to wrap up a little early today. Look at a that. A little early. It's 11.23. Oh, is it 11.23? Shit. Yeah, it's 11.23. It's not a little early. So, if you're in the market to go out, and buy it. there's 117 open houses. This is going to be a great weekend. Wander around. I'm going to be at the acres, come see me, say hi to me. We'd love to talk to you, uh, show you a great home that uh, is actually right next to where I live. So you'll figure out where Smith lives. And uh, I think I already dropped that dime a couple years times, a you couple have times dropped ago. That time. uh, but there's 110 houses out there. There's a good time to buy. if you can afford to buy, there's some product out there to buy. There's a ton of new construction because I'm looking at it. That's what it is. Got to tell you, if you're in the, if you can afford it, new construction folks are doing. I'll, I'll do this last little plug. If you're in the market to buy right now and you're able to do it and you can afford the price points, new construction is the way to do it because right now there's got product out. This is the ones we're looking at. There's product on out to buy attached they're offering all kinds of discounts they're offering buy downs yep. on their interest rates that is a literally click, ticking time bomb as soon as they go through whatever inventory they've that's got that's not going to be offered again that is gone so yeah. so if you are in the position to buy there's nothing better to buy and if you can you know if you're you're and you're at that point buy new construction now even if it's your first home, it's a townhome. You're getting ready to move on, you know. Later on, to, to either retain it as a as a rental or sell it or whatever you want to do with it, but now's the time to do it. You will never see these type of deals out there in a long, long time. In a long time, because I think come, it's already happened. New construction is ticking up pretty fast. Um, I think this is about a. Two to four week window. How can people contact you, Keith Smith? Um, smoke signals.
0: <laughs> Morse code.
1: <laughs> Morse code. Yeah. Uh, Grocks. Uh, what, what's your preferred contact? Uh, text me. Call text. me. Whatever. I like to talk to people. I, I'm not a big fan of email. Text, call me, call. text me. Call me. Just don't call he me. He loves late. to help. Don't call me late for dinner. I'm telling you, if you're in the market right now and you can afford it, new construction is the path. It's going to go away. I predict between two to four weeks. You, you won't. So when, it, when we start hitting the end of December, and they're all trying to motivate existing homes and close by the end of the year. That's why I'm confident the next two, four weeks, they're going to eat through their inventory, and then they're going to shut that can, shut that cookie jar down. So now it's time to do it, folks. Keith Smith, Judah Wickhauer, Real Talk with Keith Smith, show
0: archived online on RealTalkwithKeithSmith.com. The distinguished gentleman. Big coffee. Big coffee, you crushed it today. Uh, he always crushes it. RealTalkWithKeithSmith dot com is the website. And on Monday, I'm down to do it if you are. Yeah, ba- I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but i heard Batman and Robin will be here on Monday. That means I've heard, Alfred will be. Here. I've
1: heard, I've heard that that there may be some folks in spandex on Monday. Batman and Robin on Monday.
0: Prepare yourself.
1: Prepare yourself. <laughs> Warn your children. <laughs> <laughs> Warn your children. Yeah, yeah. Hide them from the hide them from the from your device. I was going to say TV, but who the hell watches yeah, no TV? no one watches anymore? TV. Anymore? <laughs> who watches No TV? one watches
0: TV anymore. Warn your children, ladies and gentlemen. This show was a lot of fun. It's always fun to sit across from my friend.
1: What are you doing this weekend?
0: Uh, oh man, we have so many plans. We have um, like any little kid trick and treat stuff. Oh yeah, we're, yeah that's, that's right. going to happen uh, this evening. Good for you. There's three different uh, trick or treating we're doing today. One's a truck or treat this, this evening. Oh yeah, cool. We're going to a vineyard that has a um, scavenger hunt, a Halloween-themed scavenger hunt for kids. Also allows uh, adults to have some beverages. There you go. It's always good. We have a birthday party around putt putt. I'm going to get some squash in. We have um, a lunch lunch plans on Sunday. It's a it's they're all. I mean, there's no. So you're like, you're, you're
1: like, this Halloween thing is going from, like, today to Tuesday. Halloween is
0: uh, now, in 2023, like a four-day ordeal. When, when I was growing up, it was one day. Now yeah. it's three to four days. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's an ordeal. Imagine in fact, when... the calendar is booked solid through the first week of January. Fortunately, we're going to scoot away um, to the beach um, up north the, uh, good few you, man. Couple times, which works out good about. for you. Judah Wickhour, Keith Smith, real talk with Keith Smith. Thank you for joining us. The I Love Seville show is up at twelve thirty p.m. Thank you for joining us. Take care. Thanks,
1: everybody. everybody. Go out and look at one of those open houses. Good
0: job.
1: Thank you, sir.